0: The biggest breaking news stories and outspoken opinion. The Breakfast Briefing with Julia Hartley-Brewer on Talk Radio.
1: Good morning to you. Thank you very much indeed for your company this morning. I mean, frankly, the only light relief is the latest whingings of Harry and Meghan uh, in the news today. But it's going to be a difficult day for a lot of people. Well, those who are not working from home. Yes, you know who you are. You're still in bed, aren't you? No plans. No plans to leave the house today. Well, it was utterly miserable for large parts of the country yesterday The snow. Well, that snow melted a bit yesterday and then has turned into ice, as uh, the RAC are pointing out. Actually, uh, black ice absolutely lethal on the roads. Many people perhaps turning to the roads today who would normally get the uh, railways to work. But of course, uh, with those 48-hour strikes beginning, of course, officially at midnight, realistically, at about 7 o'clock last night, uh, those Uh, Those uh, railways uh, not running, a lot of people forced to move onto the roads. Uh, So travel misery across the board. So we're going to be talking an awful lot about that. We'll be talking to the RMT, also talking about the nurses' strike as the last-ditch talks with the health secretary and the leader of the RCN did fail last night. Well, joining me for that chat and all the other big stories is Tom Slater, editor of Spiked Online. Good morning to you. Morning to you. You struggled in valiantly, well played. Just about. I have to say, it is quite interesting actually. We're, we're we're in Central London. We're overlooking the Thames at Talk TV Towers, and um, and you know, barely a little bit of ice anywhere mm. around my way. Genuinely, I'm in walking boots, walking in the middle of the road because it's too um, it's too dangerous. And I'm not, I'm, only, I'm only I'm only thirty minutes away. It is extraordinary. I mean, and some parts of the country, you know, no, no snow at all. Some parts uh, we had some guests yesterday, no snow. Some guests literally snowed in. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's an incredible variation. Will anyone notice a rail strike today? Um, <laughs> given, given that the, the you know we're in such chaos, basically no one seems to be leaving their homes anyway.
0: I think that's a really good point. I mean, it's even just how bad the trains have been even before this cold snap, just in terms of cancellations and so on and so forth. Yeah. People are going to struggle to tell the difference. And I think that's one of the things that has kept. Support for the strike is surprisingly high because of the fact that everyone knows that the train is in the trainers and the railways are in disarray anyway. People don't blame the staff. You try and book
1: a train now. There's a little exclamation mark pretty Mm. much next to every train saying, "Oh, there might be disruption." So you can buy a ticket, but there's no way of guaranteeing. You roll the dice. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah, but that, I mean that's the thing. There is that general feeling, isn't there, of sort of you know. I mean, there, there was a point we got the nurses' strikes, and mm-hmm. of course the operations having to be cancelled. And apparently some of the NHS uh, officials are saying, big problem is is we are trying to, we need to give two days' notice to cancel operations, but but we have to send letters to a lot of people because you know again everyone everyone I know in their seventies and eighties manages to use a, a mobile phone, uh, but lots of people don't, um, and so they send by letter. Well, it takes two days to guarantee that someone gets that message, but there's a roll mail strike on as well. Mm-hmm um and you're just so and even if people did have their operations they might not be able to get there anyway because of the railway strike. i mean there is this general feeling of just sort of collapse and of just you have to just assume that's nothing nothing's going to work
0: mm-hmm. no that that feeling is so kind of firmly felt and has been for quite a long time now it's not just about this collection of strikes over the course of december it's also just been for months and months and months the kind of effects of the pandemic the effects of recent years opening shutting society it's not even just public services and the railways and so on and so forth which has been affected by this you know tr- you're trying to order anything off of just a um, not particularly good sort of delivery outfit yeah. and you're chasing it for days and days, and days. I- that i'm sense still waiting for, for the christmas cards working. to turn up
1: and have to get get they close show, fish arrived a week ago. I'm like, well, I'm going going you, away on Saturday. If you have to. No <laughs> so I, I've got next year's Christmas cards nice and early. Been waiting for, for weeks. Um, but that's the thing. There is, yeah. You just you just basically can't trust in anything yeah. at all. Um, who whose side are you on? We've we've asked this question. I mean, I'm genuinely struggling in terms of a question on the strikes mm. today because I'd love to you know get, get audience involved and people listening or watching what they want to say. But it is a real is, you know, it's day after day, week after week, another strike. Oh, who is it today? Who is it this week? Um, you know, and even when there's a day of rail strikes, you think, oh, OK, so so you've got rail strikes, uh, are, you know, 48 hours, but you know, actually, it starts at seven o'clock last night. And it meant there was some disruption on Sunday as well. And you've got the snow. And when the nurses strike, well, that's, and the ambulance strike next week, you know that that's going to affect either side as well, mm-hmm. because they're going to stop, you know, leaving space for emergencies. And then they're going to you know, not have, they're going to have a run over of people who are not being treated. So they're going to have to have fewer routine. Operations operations the next day so you're looking at five days of cancellations i mean you know, a lot of people will say well i'm not in hospital mm. <laughs> don't need the doctor today um, or your know, nurse i i um I'm, i don't get the railways to work um I, I don't usually post things i can email something i'm not bothered i'm not affected as these move on and they do impact people and more, you know, the civil service, we've got, you know, driving instructors. Well, if you're not taking a driving test or your kid isn't, mm-hmm. you're not that bothered. But but as this widens? And I can't believe that everyone isn't going to know somebody impacted by the nurses' strike and the ambulance workers' strike next week. Do you think people are going to turn on the strikers? Or do you think they're going to turn on the government for not getting a grip?
0: It's almost impossible to predict, as you say, especially as we go into the Christmas period. Um, but at the same time, I have been... Pleasantly surprised by how much public support these strikes have but managed to maintain um, so far. Why do you say pleasantly? Because the fact I do support these strikes, I think there's a certain point where even though things are pretty bleak for everyone out there, you have to say enough is enough at a certain point across these various different sectors that we're talking about. People have been putting up for squeeze in their wages, not just over the past few years, but for much mm. of the past decade. And I mean, railway workers those... haven't
1: been doing that badly. I mean, admittedly, everyone always talks about like, mm-hmm. these drivers on 60k, 80k with overtime. Most of the people going out to track are not drivers. Mm-hmm. RMT represents non drivers I, mean, I think only 4% of drivers, ASLEF, represents them. Um, nurses, people talk, oh, they're paid a pittance. You ask people, how much are nurses paid? They all seem to think they're on 15 grand. Mm-hmm. They're not. They're on average income. They're starting on not that far below average income. Um, And you can earn more. It's a difficult job. It's not a job I'd want Mm -hmm. to do. It's a a very hard job and certainly a very hard job to do very well. Um, But are these are these the most hard put upon people? Bearing in mind, none of these people were facing um, redundancy Mm -hmm. uh, sackings during lockdowns. They had all that job security, able to go to work when people talk about if i hear one more rmt person say we were the people bravely going to work oh my i mean there was no one on the railways we were paying you guys to run empty trains there was no risk no more than i mean supermarket workers mm-hmm. um but, but you know, lots of people, the millions of people who, who, you know, couldn't go to work and lost their livelihoods and lost a large share of their income. These lot, most of the people who are going on strike are people who actually have not had it that bad for the last few years, because, by the way, most people in the NHS weren't working on a Covid ward. Mm-hmm. They're not heroes. They're doing a paid job like the rest of us.
0: You take something like the nurses, right? These are not people who go out on strike willy-nilly. No, I mean, that's This true. is the first time that a strike has been called by the RCN in its entire yeah, history. This isn't a
1: militant union.
0: And also, at the same time, a lot of the things that you hear them talking about, yes, it's obviously in large part about their own pay and working conditions. When they're talking about the working conditions, that's also the patient's conditions, stories of every available spot being squeezed to the point where they can't even feel like they're actually giving yeah. people the care and the dignity that they deserve. So I think every, you say that everyone can be affected by these strikes, that's certainly true, but also everyone can see... The effects mm. of these services being squeezed, and they yeah. don't like that either. I and I
1: think, think, and it is something that's come up years and years. Actually, talking about you know nurses being affected, and what you know, was that, forty thousand plus nurses' roles that are, mm-hmm. are unfilled in the NHS? One hundred forty odd thousand jobs completely unfilled, we ten percent of the workforce. And in any other in any other field, where we had you know the tanker drivers, mm. can't, we can't get enough HGV drivers. What was the solution? Pay more money, pay people a bonus, get them to do it. But we have this idea that because you're doing a caring job. And in a lot of cases, often when it's women doing the job, I'm sorry, there is still that that issue. Um, well, yeah, but it's a vocation, so you can't expect to be paid well. But there's a difference between saying, I want 100 grand to get mm. up to, for work in the morning, thank you very much, and and I want to be paid enough that I can pay my mortgage and put food on the table. Mm-hmm. Um, and, that's, and that's why I say, I'm, you know, I think a lot of people say, oh, you're supposed to be, have these views, you should be against unions. Unions have got... You know, I got I got maternity pay because of unions. <laughs> we get sick pay because of unions. You know, these things were not given to us out of the goodness of mm-hmm. employers' hearts. They were fought for over over a century. But but some of these unions, I think, are militant and are just out there to political point score, uh, and and do hold the country to ransom. The, the Royal College nurses, they don't think they're going to get a nineteen percent pay no. rise. I mean, they that's a that's an opening gambit. I mm-hmm. think we can safely say. But I can completely understand why someone on average earnings is saying, well, hold on a minute, I've lost 20% of my in real terms income in the last 12 years mm. and it's getting worse with the higher inflation. It's unsustainable. I mean, that's. I mean, why wouldn't you go on strike in that scenario?
0: Mm-hmm. And that's. I think that's the core point, is that people were feeling the squeeze long before the last three or four years. And that's something that always goes completely unaccounted for yeah. because of the fact that the Tories been in government. They've always tried to maintain this narrative. That we fixed the roof while the sun was shining, and everything has been wonderful, it really you were not you been. didn't you
1: never thought austerity was necessary. I no. did at the time I'm mm. now wondering whether. It was the right move, given and, the low growth we've had since. No,
0: and that, that the biggest squeeze on living standards since the Napoleonic Wars, as everyone, as everyone says. I mean, this is something which we've never really okay. properly recovered from the last financial crisis as soon as we hit this new one.
1: how? Just before we go, there are so many other topics we want to get to. How does this end, the strike? How does all this winter of discontent end? Does it end with everyone getting these amazing pay rises? Does it end with the government falling? Does it end with people turning against, I mentioned, you know, the government or the strikers? Mm-hmm. How does it end?
0: it's it's so it's so difficult to tell i mean it does seem like the government are digging in you know talking about Further eroding the right to strike and so on and so forth in legislation, but you do wonder whether in certain—it seems like where the nurses are concerned, there seems to be more openness to negotiation and a deal. But at this point, it's just impossible to say. I think the battle is for public opinion. Yeah, that—that right that that is that really what it's going to be,
1: isn't it? And so you can see actually what happened with the, the junior doctors. Actually, mm-hmm. the public opinion turned against the doctors at that point. But then that is a militant union. I mean, that is a properly militant left-wing union. In no way, sort of what what you know, why people used to see it.
0: the breakfast briefing with Julia. Hartley Brewer on Talk Radio.
1: Thanks for listening to the Julia Hartley Brewer daily. If you liked what you heard, please subscribe and give me a good review. And don't forget to catch me on the Talk Radio Breakfast Show every weekday from 6.30 until 10. Cool fact.